Star Wars is doing more, the future according to Rick Grimes, and AMC predictably raises the roof today on The Minute. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome once again to another episode of The Minute. My name is Sam. And I am Aaron. And we've got a couple of things that we want to go over today and just jumping right into it. It was announced just a little while ago that Star Wars is going to start doing even more things than we already knew about. Um, but in the world of long, longer form series stories rather than, than more movies, this time it's going to be a prequel to the prequel Rogue One. Interesting choice. Yeah, you could say that. Um, yeah, I really, honestly, I don't know how to feel about this. If they manage to pull off an interesting story, I'm not going to fault them for it. But sure. Rogue One was, all in all, an acceptable, um, an acceptable, an acceptable, great third act of a movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it had a really yes. strong third act, and the rest of it was uh there, was there. There's a lot of problems with that movie. It wasn't awful. It wasn't. It's enjoyable enough if it's not like overlong. It was acceptable. Um, the, the one thing that it does it okay. have, because it is overlong. It's, it it's, is it's, overlong. It's over. It's over two hours, I think, and it's just it, it. It drags for an awful lot of it, but the the third act goes so so smoothly that you kind of forgive it. And it didn't really know what kind of movie it wanted to be. I think was the real problem. With no, it. no, it it does not. Like, and and I mean, famously, like the the trailers kind of show you one thing. There's a lot of stuff in the trailers that you just don't even get in the movie. You could put together a trailer. Of scenes that you see in trailers that didn't make the movie. That's, yeah, that's we're rebels, right? Let's rebel, like like that whole thing. Yeah, not, that, not that in the was movie. that was a little obnoxious. Uh, Forrest Whitaker with hair, not in the movie. Uh, well, yeah, obviously there was a lot more that was supposed to be there. Neither here nor there. The main character of the Cassian. Cassian. Yep. Um, I mean, I barely cared about him in the movie. Well, I barely cared about anybody, really. But that actually might work to his benefit in that you know so little about yeah, him. You have no investment in him. They can do whatever they want with for him. For a character that led a movie, he's still pretty much a blank slate. Yes. You can build whatever you want to on that character. And that's a, that's for a, a series. smart that's a smart move going with a character you don't know a whole lot about. He obviously has some backstory. And, and is being, uh, he is being reprised by uh, Diego Luna. He's coming back and to he did it. a fine job for sure. what he had. Sure, for you know, just for, for what he was there for. I but, guess. I mean, obviously, we know we know what this is. Well, I mean, the, what this, is it? This, well, this, tell, is, tell us this, what it is. This is them. This is them backpedaling. This is them backpedaling because they know they did too much too fast, and they promised too much too fast, and they got all these shows coming out, animated shows coming out, and. And they want to announce one movie a year. They're they're just pushing this so hard, and obviously they threw way too much in, way too fast, and they can't follow up with it well, because I, I nobody wants a, I don't, to see I don't it think anymore. It's a problem of throwing their eggs in too many baskets. I just think that they chose the wrong baskets to throw their eggs in, and they chose the wrong damn eggs. And just just like everything about the metaphor is just <laughs> not playing into their favor. Like like it's, I mean like like we went and saw Solo. And that I, movie is just mad to death. I don't like, think I've ever laughed as hard at a movie that I wasn't not supposed to be laughing. Where you're not supposed to be laughing. Oh, and my gosh. I was, I was in agony with how much I was laughing at that train wreck of a film. And that's, I mean, that is the reason for all of those announcements that came out. Like, the, the, like Solo underperformed. I think yeah. it didn't even get to 400. No. Which for a movie with the word Star Wars on it is kind of crazy. Um so that that ca that's what caused all this shakeup. They're slowing down to one movie a year. Uh, we don't know what they're going to be doing with the Star Wars stories moving forward. They canceled the Boba Fett movie. Oh, thank goodness. Um, 
and they got John Favreau to head the man the Mandalorian that series. They had already announced that. We already knew about that. And that that's something that might legitimately be interesting. Oh yeah, if it's like, you know, just western Star Wars but the series. So maybe maybe this is a good sign. Maybe this is a sign that they've learned their lesson. That but no, but that's the thing. This to me is kind of like the solo of like a Star Wars series. Like who asked for a Cassian Miniseries, but it's an unknown. There's, there's, but, but there's no, there's no skin of the game. We no, already know how his story ends. You're right. You're right. You're, you are right on many ways. But I will just say in response to that, it is an unknown, and it's something they could work with. It's something they have a lot of wiggle room with. And if they manage to do it, I'll, you know, I'll give them credit where credit's due. I don't have a whole lot of faith in it based on what I've seen so far. Yeah, just I don't know. It just to, like, like it just sounds like. Hey, we tried Solo as a movie. Let's try the Solo equivalent, but on TV. <laughs> and this, solo of, and this of course, all of this that we're talking about, this, of course, this is going to be going on their new streaming service, which we now know is going to be called Disney+. Plus. It's future television. Current launch date unknown. Well, I, I'm not... I'm not going to hold too strong of an opinion either way just because Star Wars has been such a mixed bag with me. I am Especially looking forward recently. to The Mandalorian. I agree with you on that one. It could be good. Uh, as far as this one goes, uh, you know, like uh, we'll just have to see what direction they go with it, but I cannot tell you that anything that I've seen uh, makes me excited about it. And that's just how I feel about Star Wars lately. Like, just yeah. they're doing things, and only a small part of me cares. Yeah. And that's just not how Star Wars always was. And That's sad. Yeah, it's sad to have gotten there. but It's sad. I mean, it's been a long time coming. Anyway. Yep, that's, that is where that stands. Um, in other news, more things that are happening that we're going to talk about. And this one is, uh, it holds a, holds a special place in our heart. Because for a long time, we would get together on Sundays. A bunch of us, we'd get together, we'd, we'd, we'd watch the new episodes. It was, it was precious in a way those moments where we could visit our friends and see how they got through these these difficult times, how they would deal with the moral and psychological implications of the, the horror of their everyday world. It's always been about the implications. <laughs> it, was, it was some beautiful times. We shared some great... Some great ups, some... <sighs> Some, some, some down downs. downs. There was there was some rough stuff to get through, rough to patches. trudge through. But uh, but but now it's, it's just that those times are over. Those times are over. And and of course we are talking about The Walking Dead. It's it's time to take Old Yeller out and end it. Now, <laughs> I watched I watched the the premiere of season nine. I had been with the show up until that point, watching it to week to week. Watched the first episode of season nine. And that was it for me. I was, I was done. And I, I don't blame you at all. I honestly don't. I made a commitment to myself. Yeah, you've, um, you've been keeping others, up with it. Yeah. And to others to at least finish through this season. And I think technically what I said was until Rick Grimes isn't in it anymore. Because I assumed he was going to be in this entire As As I believe the rest of, season. you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the other people that watched Walking Dead, you know, like the dozens and dozens of them. At this point, um, spoiler alert. Can we, can we just march forward or? Yeah, you know what? They're just throwing spoilers out the window. They're going to happen. 
Yeah, so Rick Grimes, he's he's not in it anymore as of season or episode five of season thirteen. He is That's that's the one where it happens. He's airlifted out of the show and to the same soundtrack of when he was left in the tank, which I felt like was an attempt at respect, but honestly was a spit in the face. Like as a fan, that's how, that's how you feel. Yeah, and then it didn't stop there. Now I know that it was uh, it's like it was the helicopter that's been stalking them for pretty much the entire series. There, the helicopter is taken on different forms. There was a helicopter that the it's a shape shifting helicopter. The the helicopter, what it hasn't always been the same helicopter, but the helicopter has always been that thing of moving the story forward. Like there is the unknown helicopter. Like, oh, look at that plot points over there. And like, Flying ominously in the backdrop. I honestly felt like this helicopter was going to go somewhere, but... I mean, that's what helicopters do. It's going somewhere. Yeah, but... Not a good place. And that's um, the problem, is, is speaking of things that just people aren't as excited about as they once were, just nobody cares. So Nobody seems to really, really care so anymore. Rick, so Rick Grimes is taken away from The Walking Dead, and we are left with a... And that's literally what it is, too. It's like he's he's not dead. He's not dead. And whenever they were doing the promotion leading up to it, because it was like, it wasn't last, a secret yeah. that he was going to be leaving the show. Yeah. So for the promotion leading up to this series, they they leaned really heavy on, like, watch Rick Grimes' final days. You know, like, oh, he's going to die. And they... Such a cop-out, right? Honestly, there are ways they could have done this that would have been acceptable to me. If they had stretched it out to the mid-season finale and they had set up an actual reason, if they had set up a reason for him being able to leave because he had accomplished what he wanted to accomplish instead of that not happening, which is what instead explicitly like, happened. Well, like, like they blow up. I already know what happens. I haven't seen it, but I know what bridge. happens. They, they, blow the they, they blow up the bloody bridge, and, and, and whenever they do that, it's like it's the literal, it's the literal destroying of the entire purpose of, this, of the season up to this point. Uh, and the whole point and of then the, whenever, like, And then whenever, after he, he takes them away, there is, there is a time jump, yes? There's a time jump. Which, furthermore, just makes it like, oh, yeah, hey, you know how all that stuff was meaningless? Well, yeah, definitely by now that shit's meaningless. Not, not, just, like, not just in terms of storytelling, but, yeah, none of that mattered anymore. They literally, they could have either done that in one episode or they could have done that in one half of a season. But they chose to take the coward's way out. Oh, you mean The Walking Dead stretched out ideas for, for material because they didn't have enough to fill up the entire 16-episode <sighs> order? Oh, my God, I know. What a shocker. It's, yeah, almost, it's and, almost like the whole Beth so, and Atlanta part of Gilbert again. And so apparently, what but what the they were what AMC and uh, and uh, Scott Gimple is that his name? Yes, Scott Gimple. Yeah, what what, what they all revealed because it turns out his, he stepped away from the show, not because he was he was moving on to other projects, but he was moving on to uh, opening up this whole Walking Dead verse. Yes, kind of a thing that's going to start with three spinoff movies about Rick. But they're going to be made for TV, aired on AMC movies. But three of them, starring Rick, and that's yeah. why that's why Rick had to had to leave on that helicopter. He had to go make movies. There were well, there there's multiple aspects to this. First of all, Rick didn't want to be in the show anymore to spend more time with his family. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I'm I mean, like the as far as the actor goes, yeah. Yes. Because he is a British guy. His family lives in London. So he has shorter... He's spending like eight months a year over here. So he has shorter filming times with making this decision. 
And but instead of just having him either killed off or leave at the end of season eight somehow, they decided to finagle this halfway neither situation that didn't work for anybody and pissed everybody off. Hmm. I I don't I don't understand why they decided to go this direction when they had so many options, and they could have easily just gave him three more episodes and finished it off with a mid season finale that actually had significance. I f- I feel like this is just well, this is lazy writing and this is convenience writing. Well, they I mean they've been doing that for for a long time now, and I mean like there were there were high points last last season. There yes. there were there were some, and I think that a lot of it was just due to Jeffrey Dean Morgan being the bad guy. Well. I think like, Eugene did a fantastic job, and there, of course, uh, Lenny Lenny James. Um, what's his name? Which one's Lenny James? Uh, Morgan. Is that his name? That's not his name. Teenage Mutant Ninja Morgan. Yeah, I feel bad now. I can't remember his name. Anyway, Morgan is a fantastic actor. Yeah, he is. It's a shame that uh, like you know, what's going on with Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah. Like they just kind of turned it into the Morgan show. I feel like so many decisions have been made in the last couple of seasons for convenience sake and money's sake and this desperate it's desperate it's, scattershot Hail Mary attempt to make more money out of something this, that is so yeah, close like, to just look being at this done big, with. Big huge thing that we're creating. Aren't you interested again? Huh? And huh? It's, and instead of focusing on making the show itself great, they're trying to expand it at the I expense just, of the show. And I can just I just see like like fucking like Newman sitting over here. It's just like we got a walking dead universe. Walking <laughs> dead universe everybody. See? No one cares. cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. Everybody's done with universes. Yeah, like the universe. I feel. I really feel that way. Like the universes that are around now. Like they, they, they are the ones who are on the boat. Everybody else missed the boat. Yeah, even Harry Potter's trying to still like cling to that with the with the Fantastic with, Beasts. With, Apparently, with there's going to be five of those movies. I mean, we'll see how Grindelwald does. And like, then Voldemort Origins. Oh my god! I'm not kidding. I had no That's idea that that was a thing. <laughs> All right. I, I don't well, think it's going to be called that. But regardless, just but, but this, before we get too off yeah, track, just sorry. before we get too off track, because we're about to go down like a serious rabbit hole there. Mm. Um, I, I do believe that you wanted to take a second. Don't you have some words that you'd like to say just, just directly to The Walking Dead? Oh, well, Walking Dead, we need to talk. I want you to know first and foremost that I appreciate everything you've done over the years. I know it hasn't been easy for you. Before you came along, zombie media had become something of a joke, and the difficulty of not only pitching this show, but pulling off an astoundingly good couple of seasons before getting any real traction from critics or support from AMC is certainly an admirable task. You managed to take what should have been an unfilmable comic series and churn out quality television with compelling character development and storytelling. I could go on all day about the things I like about you, but there's something really wrong, and we need to address it. Most critics go after the formulaic style imposed upon you as a zombie story. The group needs to find shelter. They do so. The shelter turns out to be less safe than they thought. Disaster ensues, etc. Others go after your ham-fisted attempts at social commentary through sometimes cartoonish caricatures and on-the-nose writing. What these critics don't understand is that's exactly what brings zombie fans back to you time and time again. Those are the qualities that remind us so much of Romero's classics, and those are the qualities that I expect from you year after year. Others will criticize your mishandling of certain characters, 
or your tendency to miscast important characters to disastrous results in later seasons, or your sometimes sloppy mishandling of storylines, forcing you to use bottle episodes or separate your characters to save on set pieces and minimize expenses in the face of an ever-growing cast. I've managed to overlook these issues, ignore your ugly bits, and appreciate the bright spots. I have been a diehard fan since season three, and I've defended you against criticisms like this for years, even when I myself had doubts. I always believed in you, Walking Dead, but I just can't do it anymore. Sometimes a show just needs to end, and the sad part is I think you know it as much as I do. Whether or not Kirkman or AMC want to admit it, their workhorse is dead, and they need to let the zombies eat it and move on. There's no love for the craft anymore, no believable motivations in your characters, and no tension that's not artificially stretched out to fit an increasingly unimportant series of storylines. You're just not that into it. And I get it. Nine years is a long time, and it hasn't been easy. Staff cuts, contract disputes, a massive cast, and multiple large-scale sets, these would take a toll on any television show, and somehow you've managed to make it all work. But now that we've gotten where we are, I think you've just given up. You should have ended after season 8. It would have been a beautiful way to wrap up what was a consistently entertaining, if sometimes rocky, journey to get Rick Grimes where he needed to be. This is the story of Rick Grimes, and without him... There is no purpose to the story. Knowing he'll be gone at the end of this season takes away any tension. And now you're just a comatose friend on life support that I go visit every Sunday. I'm still going to do it, but I'm not going to like it. This has been Aaron with Movie Night Autopsy, and I'm hashtag just saying. That was a lot, man. It's moving, moving stuff. It's okay. We'll, we'll get through it. We just we gotta we gotta press on. Wow, I got I got I got something in my eye there. Um, anyways, uh, AM, AMC they uh, they announced recently. I uh, I actually got an email about it being one of the A list subscribers. And fun fact, Chad got an email about it too. He was very excited to finally get an email from somebody that he subscribes to. He. He, much to his chagrin, when MoviePass was sending me all kinds of emails about stuff, just he didn't get a one. Not, not, a, not a one. You remember that? Yeah? No? No? Yeah? Yeah. Uh, full disclosure, I have not yet received an email. Oh, man. So it's, it does strike somebody. You caught, you caught whatever the bug was. But anyways, the, the AMC A-list, they, they, I mean, it's, it's pretty much AMC's version of the movie pass. Like, you know about that just because you go to the movies with us yeah. and we all have it. Yeah. Just, you know, for a convenience sake. It is very convenient. Yeah. I mean, especially if you see the movies at rates you guys do. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. We go see lots of movies. Um, but like, well, like whenever, back whenever I had the movie pass, like we, we talked about it in depth when the, when the movie pass episodes, like. You go to the movies and you're kind of questioning, like, is this going to be the time that it doesn't work? Is it going to? Is is this going to be the time that I have a problem? And every time that you use it, like, even whenever it does work, you kind of feel like the the person taking the card is just kind of like, hmm, one of them. Just it just like it feels like you're getting away with something. It didn't feel good, like, like I don't know what it is. I guess it's just because I know that I'm buying it just directly from the theater. But like, if it didn't work. I'd be upset, and I'd just go talk to them about it. Like, that's kind of convenient, I guess. But 
what I'm trying to say is that we have enjoyed the service. Um, it is, and like, like we have definitely gotten what we pay for. But something that I mentioned in the last episode was, this is great so far. When are they going to pull the wool out from our eyes? Like, when, like, like when, when's the thing going to happen? And in this email that we got, they announced a price increase. Predictably, AMC announced a price increase due to a uh, high due to a high demand of clientele. Well, I mean, it's pretty much what MoviePass did to you too. So, obviously. MoviePass uh, definitely took a different approach to it. Yeah, because they they didn't think that they had any competition, and now does AMC have any competition? I mean, I mean, MoviePass is still they're still out there. They're still doing the thing. You think they they'd be fighting each other over this? I mean, I'm I mean I'm pretty sure that's what's going on. Um, mm. Like I don't know I don't know if AMC like I don't know if it's just a thing of. They just are like, oh man, we're losing. Money. I, mean, I really think that it's that, that it's just that they saw an opportunity to make more money just because they saw that there was an interest. Yeah, and that's fine for now because it's still not too much. Like like we live in an area that's affected. Not every area is affected. I guess that's important to mention. And there's a couple of areas that where it's a couple more than what we got. We got two dollars, a two dollar increase per month. Yeah. it makes it you know about twenty two bucks a month. It's still it's still not bad if you go to the movies a lot. If you don't go to the movies a lot, then like you know, no point. But if you do, you're still getting a good deal. Um, but I think like in California and in New York and a couple other like like big big markets, it's going up to uh, twenty twenty four a month. So that's a four dollar increase. And I don't know, like I guess maybe if you live in L A, that's still a decent deal. Oh, I'm sure if you live in LA, twenty four dollars to see movies. I'm like right, like if you live in LA. But I mean, like, uh, but like, is this is this setting the precedent? Like, yeah, I mean, they it it's just what what's going to happen once you corner a market. And it was smart of them to do that to like for their own theater because they know they have dominance in this area. It's they definitely have dominance in this area. We yeah. mentioned it the last time. Every theater in this area is an AMC theater. Basically, yeah, you have to go. God, you have to go maybe down to like Gulf Breeze to get something else. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, yeah, it, that's what's going to happen. You corner a market, you dominate it, and then you raise your prices because what are they going to do? Pretty much. And like, like I do got to say, the only, uh, the only I mean, silver lining is like if, you're, like if you're currently a member, you are guaranteed your price for 12 months. Yeah. Like it's not going to go up tomorrow. Um, they, announced the, they announced the date that that's going to happen. I believe it was January. That, that, that the price officially increases. And if you sign up between now and then, you're guaranteed that price too, I think. Yeah. But then I guess the question going forward is like, what about what about future price increases? Yeah. Because we don't know when those are going to happen. How long is this new price going to be guaranteed after that 12-month period? I mean, even, even if they increased it, to be fair, the amount that I pay to go see a movie because I don't have it, like I'm I'm paying maybe like if I go see three movies in a month I'm paying upwards of like 50 bucks if I'm gonna you know get some beers along with it plus mm-hmm. like if I'm paying for me and my wife like yeah I'm I'm easily paying 60 bucks to go see three movies a month and you can see one movie a month and or I mean you can see the same amount but you're paying for basically like one third of that so mm-hmm. it's still it's still a good deal as you have it 
And like, if, if you're the kind of person that wants to go see one or two movies a week, it's still, it's still a really solid deal. But yeah, I could definitely see them trying to push up the prices sooner rather than later. Yeah, I got to say, I'm not surprised at the announcement. I guess I'm surprised that it happened so quickly. I don't think I was expecting it to happen so soon. Well, I don't, I don't think they expected for it to be so successful so quickly. <laughs> that's true. They, that's true. They expect, Once everybody uh, jumped off MoviePass onto them, they were like, oh, well, we can charge them whatever we want then. That's true. They're expecting to have, uh, have more than 500,000 members. Oh, yes, January 9th is the day that it happens. But they, they do the, They're expecting to have more than 500,000 subscribers by that day. They they do the same thing in in grocery stores. They'll um, come out with a larger size of something with a higher price, and then they'll alter the price so the higher price goes onto the smaller size, and they'll get rid of the hi- the larger item to normalize that higher price. And right. people just accept it because they slowly are accumulated to that. It's acclimated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Acclimated. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, but uh and, and you know it isn't all bad like that like any time that you have to pay a little bit more it definitely sucks but um, whereas like I remember back with Movie Pass like me and Chad were pretty much just watching every day to see like what's gonna change with our Movie Pass subscription like what, what's what's yeah, gonna be different and that's today lame. if they're if they're super inconsistent like that then yeah I would obviously drop it but and there's literally so no difference for in you. like the services that they're offering it's just like there's gonna be a price change but that's literally the only change oh and we're lowering the minimum age like you can be 16 and have one of these but if you are considering getting it I guess it'd be better to get it now uh yeah that's that's what it sounds like based on what they're telling us if they're if yeah. they're sticking by those guns then if you sign up for it now then you're guaranteed that lesser price for uh for a year yeah for a year and, for then, a year. and then they can do and whatever they want then, it, then yeah <laughs> then they can do whatever they want oh uh, yeah but that's 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 pretty much where my biggest concern is is what happens after those 12 months and uh, that's just you know that's just business man you know like if like if movie pass isn't around by then and i'm honestly surprised like if, if movie pass is around by the time i finish this sentence um and once once that that's probably their biggest competition right now and and just what that they they're free to they're free to do whatever they want if they don't have competition. They can, yeah. And it's just like, well, what are you gonna do? Go back to paying for movies? Yeah. Remember how much that sucked? It's like, yeah, yeah, I do. Well, I hope they don't go that way. But you know, knowing how theaters and the entertainment business operates in general, I I am sure prices are gonna go up eventually. That's yeah. just the way the that's just the way of the that's world, the way, man. That's the way it works, and we're just gonna have to keep paying attention and seeing a, seeing a, seeing if anything else happens. Maybe maybe Movie Pass will catch some kind of yeah. Maybe they may some kind make of a fourth turnaround. wind. Maybe Blockbuster will come back. Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe Blockbuster will make a comeback. People will start going to the stores again. <laughs> oh, we can leave our doors unlocked at night. It'll be just at good old days. No, I mean I, that's that, I think that about covers it though. I think we I think we took care of all, took, took care of all that business. I I agree. Feel good about that? Yep. Cool, because I think that's about all that we have for today. But what do you think about all this action? Drop us a line below or hit us up across the web. But thank you so much for listening. I'm Sam. And I'm Aaron. This has been the minute brought to you by Movie Night Autopsy. What's up, crew? If you got any idea of what you would like for us to talk about on the minute or on Movie Night Autopsy podcast, hit us up on the social medias. You can hit us up on Twitter at movie underscore autopsy. Check us out on Facebook at Movie Night Autopsy. Always feel free to email us, contact at movienightautopsy.com.